You're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. It's been a nice week for me. More poker play in Atlantic City and Chester, Pennsylvania, once again enhanced by credit card benefits with free rooms, waived resort fees, comped food, lounge access, and good time spent with friends. I've been cashing in on so many gift card deals, pushing some high spend goals before the year's end, and cashing many reward points from GameStop purchases. I'm now with new sweaters, wallets, phone chargers, and much more. I'm continuing to pay next to nothing for gas and groceries, thanks to deals enhanced by credit card returns, and I'm ready for Las Vegas. I'll be leaving December 16th and returning on the 25th, only $160 for the entire stay, and the flight is covered with Delta miles, only about $20,000 for the round-trip flight, in addition to Sky Club lounge access, Centurion lounge access, priority boarding, and free check bags. I'll be ready to skip lines in Vegas with MGM Gold status and Caesars Diamond status. I'll use rewards from the My Vegas games I discussed in a previous episode and use free valet services. Most of all, I'm really excited to apply for new credit cards in January of 2020, right after the ball drops. <laughs> Life is pretty good, largely thanks to, of course, credit cards. Joining me today for episode 9, recorded in November of 2019, is David of the Travel Explore Click YouTube channel. He hosts weekly live streams and uploads multiple videos each week talking about travel and credit cards. Thanks to the wonderful world of credit card rewards and deals, he flies business class to Colombia from the United States multiple times each year, amplifying his pursuits of adventure and photography. I hope my conversation with David inspires you to up your game and get more involved in the credit card space. As always, I'm here to help you on your credit journey. Simply reach out through my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com. David and I focus on enhancing the travel experience, how to get started with credit cards, address hesitancy people have in applying for cards, how to reach minimum spend requirements, and many other benefits credit gives you compared to using debit or cash. On with the show. Enjoy. All right. Thank you very much for coming on today. Hey, nice to be here. Great. Yeah, thanks for inviting me on your show. Now we get an opportunity to turn the tables here and for once not recording from a hotel or using some really strange Wi-Fi. So this should be the best quality yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah we... Now I'm on the hot spot. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, turn the tables. All right. Well, one thing I do on this podcast, I talk about credit cards and travel. So that's what you do with your channel, Travel Explore Click. Can you first tell listeners about your channel and what you do? Yeah, so I started the channel Travel Sport Click about two years ago. My main focus has always been photography. Uh, once I went to all the areas in my neighborhood and took pictures, I like taking landscape pictures. Then I started to kind of move move away and, and try to go on day trips. And so I started doing day trips, taking pictures. And then I got to the point where I said, you know what, I need to I need to travel. I need to go somewhere else and and take pictures of places that I you know, that I've always dreamed of taking pictures of. And so that's when the, the travel bug really started to hit me. Prior to that, I wasn't really thinking about travel. But when I started thinking about travel, obviously, you have to think about money. My first couple of trips, I didn't use uh, credit cards or, or travel points or anything like that. So I was just using my cash. And I started to realize there's no way I'm going to be able to do this with without some type of assistance. And so I started to look into travel points and, and miles 
And uh, the first website that I was looking at was uh, the Points Guy. So I started looking at his website, and he al- he also had some videos on YouTube. Started to get some some real good information from uh, that uh, that blog, and then from there I jumped into it on my own and for myself, and started looking at uh, travel credit cards. And I picked up a couple of credit cards, and then at that point, once I picked up a couple of credit cards, and I went on my first trip. I said, I have to share this with other people. <laughs> and I've been sharing it with my friends already, but uh, I, I wanted to share it with more people. And I had a I had a channel already. So I already had a YouTube channel. It was a strictly photography channel. Once I wanted to share the, the whole travel aspect and how I'm using points and, and traveling the world, uh, that's when I decided to change the name from just my name, photography, to travel explore click and so that's what so it's travel explore and then that click at the end is is the photography aspect uh so that's that's how i got my channel going and and the reason why i wanted to to share because i i think the whole travel points and and miles can relate to all of us right photography might not relate to everyone but that whole travel points can relate to everyone and so that's why i was like yeah you know what i want to change the name of the channel and push this out to everyone. So it's not just about photography. And that's why I don't talk that much about photography on my channel. I talk more about the the travel aspect using points uh, to do that. Yeah, it's a really magical thing. We're talking about sign up bonuses, giving us 50,000, 60,000 points or miles and just fully funding round trip flights. Maybe we have to pay $11 in taxes here and there. But otherwise, the flights are covered. We're using points also for hotel stays, whereas normally, yeah, you're right, this stuff can be really, really expensive. So it's totally in reach signing up for credit cards. Yeah, yeah. And what does the process look like for you? You get a new card, you put some charges on it and sign up for others after that. Yeah, so generally, and and I'll just start from the beginning when I first got my the first credit card that I got, because I made some mistakes and maybe I can put that out there to help mm-hmm. some others. Uh, but first card that I got was the City Premier card. And it was a fifty thousand sign up bonus with that card. Uh, generally, the way it works is you get the you get the uh, travel credit card, and they're going to tell you, uh, they're going to tell you, okay, you need to spend three thousand dollars within the first three months. And three thousand, four thousand could be a different amount, but you need to spend this within the first three months. If you spend it within the first three months, then we will give you a sign up bonus. Mm-hmm. And usually, that sign up bonus is around fifty thousand. It depends on the card, but. I'd say on average, forty to fifty thousand is usually what you're going to get. Uh, the first card that I got, that Premier card, I went ahead, got the sign, hit the sign up bonus. Now, it's important to to know when you when you're getting these these credit cards and you're trying to reach these sign up bonuses, make sure it's a sign up bonus that you can attain on a normal spending normal spending habits. Uh, I never recommend people to overspend right, or spend right. more than what they normally do. Now, because you don't want to go into debt uh, for one and you want to pay that credit card off every month, you never want to carry interest on that on that card or you never want to carry a balance on that card because you never want to pay interest on the on the credit card. And if you get to that point where you're paying interest, that's when you're just giving this these points and sign up bonuses and all the stuff that you're earning. You're giving that all back. Right. right. So make sure it's attainable. Make sure the credit card sign up bonuses are attainable for you to get. The means to get the sign-up bonus are attainable to get. So if it's three thousand, make sure you can spend three thousand in three months. I would recommend waiting a couple months just to kind of see how your spending habits are. And we're not talking about rent. We're not. I mean, although you can use those those aspects. Oh yeah. I always tell people try to see if on a on a normal in a normal month how much you spend on your debit card if you're using debit card at the oh, time. Oh, the horror! The horror! <laughs> yeah. So. 
just try to see how much you normally spend, um, not including any of your your, your home loan or your or your uh, or your car loan or anything like that, or your rent or whatever. And then if you're spending around a thousand dollars, well, then you know that you'll be able to to hit that three thousand uh, dollars. Now, if it's four thousand or five thousand, you need to send, see what that spending habits like too. Uh, you can also pay up things uh, that you like. Maybe it's your car insurance; you can pay that up lump sum, you know, because you're going to have to pay that over time anyway. So maybe look at stuff like that. Things like that will help you. If it's something that you already, you're already going to pay, then maybe pay it up front and that will allow you to hit that sign up bonus too. So it's just another, another thing to think about. Basically that's what I did. Got the city premier card, hit the sign up bonus, had 50,000 points. And with those 50,000 points, I transferred those points over to, um, it was Virgin America at the time. It's uh, Alaska bottom out now, but Virgin America, that's where I transferred my points. I transferred and I only got half. The, so I transferred 50,000 points. I only got 25,000 points. So I lost value in those points. Although, and, and this is this is another thing too that you need to think about. Once you have those points and if it's if they're flexible points, if you, if you're putting, if you have points with, uh, let's say American Express, uh, if you have points with Chase, like Chase Sapphire, the ultimate reward points, uh, if you have the city thank you points, you want to keep those points in that system for as long as possible because you don't want to just transfer them to one of the partners because you never know what, what might come up right. and you might need to use them for hotel stay or you might need to use them for airfare. But what I did is I had the 50,000 points and instead of waiting until I was ready to take a trip, I went ahead and just transferred them over to Virgin America, which is bad because now I'm stuck with Virgin America. I have to fly on Virgin America. Right, right. Uh, whereas if I would have just held off, I could have used those points for other transfer partners. So you always want to leave them until I, I tell people when you are ready to book your flight. I just booked a flight uh, a couple of days ago. When you're ready to book that flight. That's when you transfer those points. And it doesn't take very long. It usually takes like five minutes for the points to to show up uh, in the in the account. So there's no there's no harm in waiting. Right. And so I made the mistake of just transferring them all over. I lost half the value. So I went from 50,000 to 25,000 points uh, with Virgin America. And I left those points there. I didn't do anything with them. I never flew on Virgin America. And what happened is Alaska Airlines bought out Virgin America. And so those points... They they gave us kind of a a time period and they gave us a bonus to transfer our points over to uh, Alaska Airlines. So when I transfer my points from uh, from Virgin America to Alaska, they gave me that bonus and then it brought my points back up to fifty thousand, which was good. I since use those points to to fly uh, with Alaska, right. but yeah, don't don't transfer the points. That's 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 a real big. A big no-no. Right. Don't transfer the points until you're ready to until you're ready to book. Yeah, I think it's very important to be deliberate about this game. That if, especially when we have flexible points, like what is the rush in transferring them and some speculative booking? That doesn't really seem to make sense. So hold off to it. And if an upcoming flight, an upcoming hotel stay, well, then we could do that transfer right when we're ready to book, or even wait for some promotions. American Express is particularly good about that. Every month, every few weeks, it's like, oh, well, transfer your points to Life Miles, and you'll happen to get a 25% bonus. And maybe that would be a better option than a previous plan that you had. We never know what's going to come up in months, years, and we might see some pretty good deals. And we don't want to be in a position of, oh, well, now I don't have yeah. any more points to transfer because I already did it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this information is easy to come by. 
a simple Google search finds so many websites talking about redemptions, whereas we're not having to be overwhelmed and, oh, how am I going to use these points or what am I going to do or make a bad redemption? Like, oh, we're going to transfer our points to cover charges mm-hmm. and only get like six tenths of a cent per point value versus yeah, getting maybe absolutely. 1.5 to two cents per point. Yeah. And with the travel rewards, I think we're getting a lot more value with travel mm-hmm. points compared to cash in most circumstances. Mm-hmm. You definitely focus yeah. on the travel credit cards. To step back a little bit, we talked about the minimum spend requirements and basically enhancing our spend. The way I look at it is that the credit card is giving us a bigger return on our money for the spend that we're going to do anyway. Why not sign up for a new card and get like 10 to 15% back on our money rather than just using that debit card, using cash or using a card that's only giving us one or 2%. So the optimal play is to get multiple cards and spread that spend across multiple cards. What I normally try to focus on when it comes to to cards is you're going to you're going to have earn possibility with each card so multipliers and you're you're trying to use your cards wisely when it comes to okay for restaurants I can get mm-hmm. 3 points for every dollar spent with my Chase Sapphire reserve so I want to use that card for that uh, for travel, I get 3 points for every dollar spent with Chase Sapphire reserve so I want to use that card but I might have another card where I can get uh, maybe two points for every dollar spent or 3 points for every dollar spent with gas uh, you know purchasing gas so I'll use that a card for for situations like that or uh, i have some chase ink cards i have a chase ink cash card i get five points every dollar right, spent right. if i if i shop at staples or shop at office supply stores so if i'm in an office supply store which now i go to office supply stores a lot more than i normally would have <laughs> get that 5x just because of that because there's so much stuff you could find at office supply store that you can find at a grocery store or find at walmart or or target or something like that but i'll go to staples or i'll go to office max because i know i can get five points every dollar spent you you want to maximize what they're offering as far as their multipliers and so yeah you'll use different cards uh, to to fit those needs Uh, also with like the chase ink cards i have uh, i get five points every dollar spent for my cable, for my internet, for my my cell phone. So I'm using that card, uh, the Chase I have the Chase Inc Business Plus card plus the Chase Inc Cash card, both of those cards. Oh, lucky you. <laughs> the older card, yeah. Yeah, I have the older one, the older Chase Inc Plus card, but even the Chase uh, Inc the the Cash card, they give you 5 points every dollar spent for those categories. So Yeah. It makes sense. You're, you have to pay that every month anyway, so it makes sense to go ahead and use that card uh, for, to get those five points every dollar spent. Yeah, it's just it, it, you have to be you do have to think a little bit when it comes to okay, which card am I using? Which card am I using in different situations? But it, it usually like now I'm I know already what card I'm going to use. Second nature. Yeah. So and then if you are hitting sign up bonuses, I know I know your your strategy is you like to continue to get cards on down the road. So if you get a card, yeah. you hit a sign-up bonus, then get another card, hit the sign-up bonus, and just keep that mm-hmm. keep that going. Uh, I'm a little more conservative when it comes down to it, and I, I like to get cards that I know I'm going to have over time. I'm not interested in, in canceling cards or, or downgrading cards. I'm more into I want to get a card that I know I can use for long term. So like I have the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. It's a great card. It has great great multipliers. I can use that card. I know I I know I'll still have that card years down the road. Unless I do something really drastic. I know they're talking about raising the annual fee. <laughs> but uh I, yeah. I can't see them do that doing that without giving us something. So 
I think it, it could still be profitable for me. Even if they raise the annual fee to 550, I still think it'll be fine as long as I'm using that card on a regular basis. Now, if I have a lot of cards, because there, there, you could come to a point where you have so many cards, you can't possibly use all the different cards. And if you do use all the different cards, you're splitting all those points up to all these different uh, mm-hmm. these different ecosystems. So it might not make sense in one aspect to just have a bunch of cards and not just focus on some key uh, key cards that can can earn you. Because the way I look at my travel my travel patterns right now, I'm traveling three to four times per year, and I'm fine with with the amount of points that I'm getting. Uh, so I don't have to continue to to push to get more and more cards. Plus, I always like to have available 524 slots just in case something, just in case something jumps up, you know, comes out and it's like, oh, wow, I had to have to get this card. Uh, Just like when the the Chase Sapphire Reserve came out, everybody wanted to jump on that card. 524 Mm -hmm. wasn't really a thing back then, but let's say Chase does something else like uh, American Express right now. They're talking about having a a card in between the the American Express Platinum and and the black card. Right, right. So Optio. Yeah, so if they <laughs> if they bring up something that's just something that you don't you want to jump on, like when the Chase Sapphire Reserve came out, it was a hundred thousand sign up bonus and people a lot of people jumped on that, mainly because of that sign up bonus. So if they do have something else that comes up, you always wanna be in a position uh to be able to jump on a on a on the next card if it's if it's something, you know, that's that's that you wanna get. And the other the other, you know, American Express, they have their rules. Uh, Barclay has rules. Uh, City, I'm right, not too right. sure about what City does as far as their rules, but yeah, they all have different rules. And so you, you want to make sure you kind of, you have a little bit of space to grow, I guess you could say. Right. It can be a little intimidating for beginners. I'm here mm-hmm. offering some help, some consultation for people just starting out. And a lot of what I tell people is just start with one card, a modest spend goal, a card with an annual fee that's not too big. See how it goes. And then once you're finished with the first one, see if you're ready to sign up for a second. I particularly think the Chase Sapphire Preferred is a very good starter card where you're getting, what, the 60,000 points. You're getting some of the categories the Chase offers. You're able to transfer your points to Hyatt, to airlines, or use the portal. And even with the $95, $99 annual fee, you're still way up in year one. Some people intimidated by these annual fees, but I see them as a great investment. I'm making this upfront payment, this small payment, and then getting a big return because I anticipate to use those points to travel. Yeah, absolutely. And there, I mean, there, the, the Chase Sapphire Preferred is, is a great card uh, to consider uh, because of the flexible points. But you can also look like some some people are intimidated too, especially when you're first starting out. I know I was as far as, okay, I have flexible points, but how do I do the transfers and who do I transfer to? And sometimes when you give too many people too many options, they, they <laughs> yeah, freeze yeah. up and they don't do anything, right? So uh, other things to think about if you're if you're just starting out with with uh, getting uh, credit cards, uh, travel credit cards, look at maybe an airline branded credit card or a hotel branded credit card. Uh, hotel branded credit cards are really good because usually they'll give you uh, if they have an annual fee, usually they're going to give you a free night. And I think yep. most of us can benefit from a free night away, and most of us will oh, sure. will at least stay in one hotel, you know, a hotel room once per year. So just getting one of those cards, you don't really have to think too much about how to transfer points because you're not transferring any points. You're, you're going to get a free night, 
and all you need to do is book it, and and you'll you'll have it uh, available for you. So there's not anything extra that you have to do other than just book your your hotel stay. Uh, but then you can still earn the sign up bonus and everything, and use those points uh, for additional nights. But yeah, I I think I, I'm with you when it comes to just start off slow, get one card, see how it works. I had to change the way that I that I do transactions just mm-hmm. because I was always using my debit card before. And so right. I had to change to using a credit card, and then I had to condition myself to to look at my my statements all the time to make sure I'm not overspending. And then I had to do that extra step of paying my credit card off, whereas before, if you use your debit card, it's coming right out of your bank account. I like it now, but when I first started out, it was a little it was a little nerve wracking because you get to that point where you're like, am I spending too much? I don't know. It seemed now it seems easier for me to do it the way that I'm doing now, where I use my I. Just so you know, I use my credit cards for all of my purchases. The only mm-hmm. thing that, you know, my as far as like the only thing, like I say, your your rent or your 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 mortgage and your, your auto loans, that's those are the only things that I'm that I'm paying, you know, I'm not using my credit cards to pay. Now you can uh, to hit sign up bonuses. You can do that. You can use plastic, you can use these different yeah, plastic uh, is wonderful. These different sure. options. I would recommend doing that to hit a sign up bonus. But over the long the long haul, like just using it to to make those payments, I'm not really a big fan of that because you are paying a percentage to plastic in order to use their service. Uh, so right. sign up bonuses, I think, is good. But uh, other than that, you might want to just stick with just paying it off the the normal way, uh, not using your credit cards for for things like that. Yeah, so you have to condition yourself. So I think getting one card is a lot easier. And when I first got when I got my first card. I, I still use my debit card. So I would, <laughs> I hit the sign up bonus with the, with the credit card and I was still using my debit card uh, more than I was using my credit card because I was still afraid of just having at the end of the month looking and seeing that I owe all this and I can't pay it all off because I, you never want to carry that. You know, you never want to carry anything over. So I was no. still afraid of doing that. So it took me a little while to kind of see how my spending habits were until I was comfortable not using my debit card at all and only using my credit card. Since then, I've been I mean, I, I've I've never had an issue with uh, overspending or anything like that. As a matter of fact, I'm more in tune to my spending now than I was before when I had my debit card because when I had, when I was using a debit card, I didn't think about it, and I would check my bank account every once in a while and say, okay, yeah, I have money in there. And but now I'm more in tune where you know I'm always thinking, okay, I need to buy this, this, and this. How much money do I have in my bank account? And it, it, it because I I don't want to go over. You know what I mean? It's there's more of a there's more pressure on me to to do things to manage my money better when I'm using credit cards and that pressure for me is good because it makes me perform better as far as not overspending. Right. And to back up a little bit, you mentioned plastic that's P L A S T I Q, which is a payment processing service. And that's one that I use frequently to, to now pay my rent after my recent move. And it's a bit of a math problem because yes, they do charge a fee, but now that I'm in their system, I get promotional emails where it's like, Oh, well this month only a 1.5% fee. So a very easy win is using my city double cash card mm-hmm. where I get 2% cash back or I get points that I can transfer to another card. Mm-hmm. So if I'm paying a 1.5% fee and getting 2% back, then I'm actually saving money on my rent using a credit card. Yeah, that which, is true. 
Yeah, which is very, very worth it. Or referrals that give you what are called fee-free dollars. So there are a lot of ways to save money on that. And yes, it's important to be very careful of our spending. And the credit cards are giving us additional protections. I've heard so many horror stories from people. Oh, I lost my debit card. Someone used it or I saw this charge. And now my bank account is overdrafted. And now I'm responsible for these $500 in charges to my account. But with credit cards, we don't have to face that issue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you do get the protection. You get the travel protections too. I mean, there's just so many different things, so many different benefits that you get from that you can get from credit cards that it's just it's it's amazing it's kind of it for me it's a whole new world when it comes to like spending now there's just Mm -hmm. there are these these different things that i would be like no there's no way like a good example (laughs) i bought i bought a computer um earlier this year and a laptop computer and i cracked the screen on it. it it's probably three i had the computer for about three months cracked the screen on it and once you like, I, and it was one of those deals where I just picked the, the computer up by the by the screen, and smaller computers are fine. You can do that. This is a bigger computer, so when I picked it up, I just heard a crack, and then the screen just went black. Mm-hmm. And so three months after I, I bought it, this is my you know something that I did on my own. It wasn't like a manufacturer default or so, or you know some kind of uh, defective uh, right. laptop or anything like that. So now I'm stuck, right? And I'm thinking, wow, what do I do? Like, I need to buy another computer now. Uh, and in the old days, that's would have been that would have been the only option that I had. But since I used a credit card to make the purchase, I have 120 days where they give you purchase protection as far as uh, loss, damage, or stolen. And so I called them up, and this was with my World of Hyatt card. So I called them up. Let them know what my situation was. They said, okay, go ahead and get an estimate and send us all that information. And then we'll we'll take a look at it. And so sure enough, I sent them all the information that it was going to cost $200 to get it fixed. So uh, I went ahead and got it fixed because I needed the computer right away. So I went ahead and got it fixed. Sent them all the information. It took them like five days. They responded to me and, and, and gave me the credit. So it was it, it's one of those deals where these are things that I would have... Yeah, I would have just took it up as a loss, right, in the past. But now you have these different little protections that you can use, and it just makes sense to you. Like any large purchase, and I tell people this, uh, tell people this now, I'll always have money in the bank. So if you, you need to make a large purchase, and this is another another strategy too, if you're if you're trying to hit sign up bonuses, I'll always have the money in the bank. But let's say you know you're going to need to make a large purchase. You need to to buy new tires for your car or a computer or a camera or any, you know, things like that, you know, you need to purchase those things. That's a good time to get one of these travel uh, credit cards because now you already have the money in the bank and you're just waiting to make this purchase. Use that credit card to make the purchase. You're going to get the purchase protection. Plus you're going to be uh, working towards a sign-up bonus. That That's another time where you need to think, okay, yeah, you know what? This is a good time to to get a credit card. Absolutely. And changing our spending patterns. You mentioned the five times points at office supply stores. There are a lot of good opportunities to go to Staples and even buy gift cards there, even for Amazon. A lot of people really don't think about that. But if it's an office supply category, it doesn't matter what you're buying. It's the place. And the same thing with groceries, too. A lot of cards giving the four times points, right? But we're not just getting the cards for the categories. We're thinking about the total value that the card is going to generate, especially in year one, because the category spend really isn't going 
going to make that much of a difference. But when you have the sign up bonus, you have the benefits, you have statuses that you can get, the purchase protection, and so much more, it really pays off. Yeah. And then that's another thing, too. That's a good point that you brought up as far as gift cards. Um, you can get gift cards at the at, at office supply stores. You can also use, they have uh, like Chase and American Express. Uh, I think City has them, has it as well, but they have these, these um, shopping portals. So if you shop online a lot, you can use these shopping portals. And basically the way it works is there's a section where I can go to shopping. I just click on that section. It will open up all the stores that are participating, the shopping portal, and they might have uh, I'll just give you an example. Let's say it's Home Depot and they're giving you three points for every dollar spent online at uh, Home Depot. Well, you can just click on that link. It will take you to the regular Home Depot site, but there's some information up there that will allow them to know that you're coming from from the from your, your Chase account. Right. It's like an affiliate site. Exactly. Yeah. And then you make that purchase. And then when you make the purchase, you're going to get a, an additional three points for every dollar spent. So it just makes sense. And what I do a lot, and I do this with Staples, I will get on the Staples uh, website uh, through through Chase and use the, the, the portal, make my purchase, and then just have it for pickup. So an hour later, I can go ahead and pick it up, and I'm getting extra additional points uh, on top of the five points that I get for every dollar spent. So yeah, And saving yeah. time in the store, too. Saving time in the store. <laughs> the stuff is ready for you, and they're really good. Um, I like using Best Buy, and I like using Staples because they're really good when it comes to the stuff is just right there. You walk in, you go right to the counter, all your stuff's there waiting for you, uh, and then you're on your way. So just different ways. Like the, I think the shopping portals are... are really underused by a lot of people because we just don't think about it, right? Like if I'm going to go to Staples, I'm just going to go there. I'm not thinking about, you know what? I can order now and then just go pick it up. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot more convenient. I'm not big on on shopping, especially if it's stuff that the only th- thing I like, the only things I like to shop for are things that I don't, that I'm not familiar with and I want to actually see what it looks like and, you know, hands-on kind of demonstration. But for, for most purposes, I'm good with if I know what it is already, then I'm good with just purchasing purchasing it online. Uh, I use Amazon a lot now. Unfortunately, Amazon doesn't have you know a, a similar setup for um, you know, for the carts that I have, but you can use those those shopping portals and really make out uh, when it comes to to earning points. So you just need to be Absolutely. creative. I, I think I think that's another thing that credit cards have has. Uh, brought to my attention there's so many different creative ways to earn points and so you just need to kind of think about okay how can i do this and like you like you said the the gift cards is is one way that you can be creative uh, and earn more points and then use those those gift cards uh, to make other purchases Uh, so there's just there's so much out there and not a lot of people are using these points and I guess it's good because it means more points for me. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, you know, I, I tell my I tell my friends and my family all the time. I'm, I'm I'm able to do things now that I couldn't imagine doing in the past, as far as travel. Yeah, just through simple steps. I mean, I, I hear from some people. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like a, a lot of effort. But I don't think that's the case. And the return on my time, the return on what I'm doing, I think is really tremendous. You know, just two sign up bonuses yeah. got me to Athens, Greece. It would have been a $1,500 flight. The hotel could have cost like 800 to 1000 bucks, and all these other things. We go to airports, we go in lounges, we eat for free. No more P.F. <laughs> yeah. Chang's, unfortunately, for you. <laughs> rest rest yeah. in peace, P.F. Chang. 
things, right? But so, so many benefits. And when you get to stack all of these things, it's it's really nice. And the deals end is really interesting. I, I do a lot with local grocery store chains where they give you like six times points mm-hmm. if you're to make certain purchases. And I get to use those for groceries and gas. And I'm looking at it as like infinite free gas and groceries for life. If the promotions keep coming up, of course, lots of happy moments and, and good opportunities. That's for sure. Yeah, there, there's just so much in in and it, it's hard. Like I, when I talk with my friends, uh, usually they don't get it until they travel with me, <laughs> and then they understand. Like, wow, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, I've never traveled like this before. But now we're we're sitting in a lounge and and there's free food, free alcohol, and and I mean it, it's just it's a whole different experience. And there's like back in the day, I knew these things existed as far as lounges and. Um, and flying business class and flying first class, obviously, you know that that exists. But how do you get to that point? And I used to just think all the time, well, these these are just rich people mm-hmm. and they just have money to throw away. That's why they can fly business class or first class. But if you use points, right. you could fly business class, first class, too. And it doesn't it, you're not changing like like you mentioned about uh, people think, oh, it's a hassle or there's it's too much work and stuff like that. It's really not. It really, I mean, it might sound, it, it, you might have to do a little bit of research to find out what's a good travel credit card to get. But once you get it down to your spending, you're going to, yeah, you, you're, you're spending money anyway. It's just how are, yeah, which, which card am I using? Am I using the <laughs> debit card or am I using my, my credit card? And then that one extra step of, okay, every month I need to pay my, my card off. So I have to go over to my Chase account or go over to whatever a credit card account you have and then make that payment. That's the only real difference. Everything else is doing research up front and knowing, okay, well, I'm going to use this card for restaurants and for travel. And so just that's the only real extra stuff that you have to do. And it's well worth it when I'm sitting in a, you know, I have a long flight and I get to sit in, in, in business class or first class and, and, and sleep on the plane yeah. while everybody <laughs> else is, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, how oh, it, you know how it is in the economy. So, I mean, it's complete. It's totally worth that little extra effort. It's not that much more that you're doing. And, and uh, you talked a little about a little bit about the restaurants. So if you have the priority pass access and you can go to some of these restaurants and get a restaurant credit and who doesn't want to go to an airport and have an opportunity yeah. to get $28 of free food and, and you can do it every two hours at, at a restaurant, which is crazy. Yeah, I, I it's worth that little extra effort. You know, it's one of those deals where you don't want to give people too much. Because then they're like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then if everybody's doing it, are we still going to get the same benefits? I don't know. But it is, it's not hard. It really isn't. If you take a little bit of time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going anywhere. You know, a lot of people just don't care. A lot of people, oh, I'll just pay for it or, oh, this and that. Or they're just using that one credit card. I mean, so many times I hear conversations with people. I get one yeah. free flight a year and I put everything on my American Express Platinum card. Like, no, that's absolutely the wrong way to go about it. You're only getting one X. And after that first year, you're having to pay that big annual fee. And is that really worth it? Yeah. Right. And and again, with the annual fees, you could, you could get that first year. It's a bit of a math problem to see if it works. Normally, cards are working in that first year. And then you could reevaluate in year two and say, okay, I'm going to call in and ask for a retention offer. Maybe they'll waive the annual fee. Maybe they'll give me some sort of compensation for keeping the card. Like I called City recently with my City Premier and they told me, well, 
give you a $95 statement credit if you spend $1,000 each month for the next three months. So that's an effective waiving of the annual fee. So I can keep that card for one more year. It's not like we're super committed. Like I went to the Hilton Grand Vacations presentation for their timeshare stuff, and they want you to make this huge upfront deposit, and it's very difficult to get out of it, and then you have to pay these maintenance fees and financing fees. It's like, no, just start with a simple card, some small annual fee. You can see the benefits are there, and you see what people like you and me are doing. We're posting these pictures. We're posting these itineraries. It's it's no joke. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 so funny because you mentioned about posting pictures and stuff like that. I when I started doing that, you're on Facebook or, or Instagram or whatever, you're posting pictures and stuff and people are thinking, like especially people that I work with, because you know, <laughs> we, we all make similar money, so they kinda know what I'm making. And they're like, How are you able to travel and do all these things? Like, how is this happening? And yeah, I tell yeah. them and they still don't like they're still like, No, no, that just can't do that. Like, no, that's how I'm doing it. And it, it's really simple and it doesn't cost. I mean, the, these trips are costing me, it, they're not costing me that much money. So, pennies on the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I first started posting the pictures, it was just the pictures. But now I like to post pictures and write comments in there. Yeah. You know what? I did all this for, like, I just booked a, a trip to uh, going to back to Columbia for uh, Carnival nice. in, in February. And so I just, I just uh, paid for my ticket. It costs, uh, out of pocket, it was seventy. No, it was eighty-eight dollars, and then I used seventy thousand points. I'm flying business class the the whole nice round round. round I trip. did, yeah, I did some creative nice. things though. So with uh, United and with the Star Alliance partners, you have you can do uh, stopovers and you can do uh, an open jaw. So basically, I'm flying into to Barranquilla for Carnival. I'll be in Barranquilla for uh, five days, and then. I have like an open ticket and I didn't know exactly where we were going. I think we're actually going to drive somewhere. So I didn't book anything else or I booked, I didn't book another flight until like on, on March 6th. So from February 19th to March 6th, I don't have a flight, but we're going to be driving all around, all around the country. The open jaw is you just need to show up at another airport. So you don't have to fly into one airport and fly out of another, uh, out of the same airport. You can fly out of a different airport. And so I'm going to be flying out of uh, airport in Bogota, flying over to Cartagena. That's a free flight. I don't have to use any points for that flight. I just have to pay, I think it was $4 or something like that for the taxes and, and fees. So I'm flying to Cartagena. I'll be in Cartagena for the weekend. And then I'll be flying back to Bogota and then flying back home. That You have to fly back to Bogota to, to fly home. But I'm getting some extra flights in there, like at least one extra flight for free, and then I have an open jaw. The open jaw just means that I don't have to fly out of that same airport. So there are creative ways that you can do things, especially if you're like a, a backpacker, or you're thinking about, oh, I want to travel. I don't want to just fly to, to one destination and then fly back home. I want to be able to travel around the country. Right. And so you could fly into one destination, one, one city, and then drive or take a bus or take a train or whatever you want to do to get to that next uh, city. And then from that city, then you can fly home or you can fly you know, some, to some different destinations. It's perfect for people who don't really have a set plan like, OK, I want to fly here, then fly there, then fly there. If you don't have that plan, then it's perfect just to fly into one spot and then move your way around the, the country. So. Right. And I'll be I'll be doing something similar with my upcoming trip to Hawaii. I have free night certificates from the American Express Aspire card. And so does mm -hmm. my travel partner. So we have three nights in Hawaii just from that Aspire card, which I view as a negative cost. Yeah, that's a really good card, card because I'm getting five. 
$500 in credits, the annual fees 450, and then we're getting Hilton Diamond status and so much more. So we'll use those for three nights in Hawaii in Waikiki Village. I'm doing a one way from Philadelphia to Vegas. I'll stay in Vegas for three or four nights. And since I have diamond status with Harrah's through credit cards, I only have to pay $20 a night and waived resort fees. So I'll stay in Vegas for three or four nights. And then I have a round trip from Vegas to Hawaii. And then I'll come back. I'll have three or four nights in Vegas again and then do a one way Mm -hmm. to Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. It works out. I mean, it's just, there's so, and that, that's what you start to learn how to be creative when it comes to travel, um, using, using points. I mean, I've, I've been able to do some things that, uh, and even change, change your flight. Like, um, I was able to change my flight on my last, my last trip. I didn't even know it was possible. Uh, And you always hear about like, oh, (laughs) if you change your flight, they're going to charge you this fee and all this. And well, not always. Uh, I was in, I was in Bogota for planning to be, planning to be there for four days, but, um, met up with some friends there. We were having a good time. They wanted to take me out to some, some different areas that were a little further away. So I said, you know what? I want to stay an extra three days. Sure enough, got on the, got on United's website just to see if it was possible to do the transfer because I, I was using points to, to book everything. So I just wanted to change it from, uh, Thursday to, I'm just giving an example. I think it was, I think it was from a Tuesday, leaving on a Tuesday to leaving on a on a Thursday or leaving on a Friday. I was it was able I was able to do it. Just get on there, make the change. It was zero points. I didn't have to use any points for this flight because I didn't. You know, it was it was my stopover flight, and so I just made the change and and I was on my way. So it's just yeah, you, there's so many different things you can do and and use points for. It, it's amazing. It's and then the upgrades. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just. Like you were talking about diamond status, a lot of these credit cards you get status with them. You might not get diamond status. The the Aspire card is is unique in that, but you might get some mm-hmm. status with these different uh, hotel chains, and so that will allow you to to get upgrades and, and things like that that you wouldn't normally get if you're just. I mean, I used to I went on the third party sites, Hotels.com and and Expedia and all these different sites, and just booking my stuff there. You're missing out on things because. If you're booking direct with them, if you have a relationship with them, you have some type of status with them, then usually they they will try to accommodate you and give you these these upgrades. Yeah, and with Hilton, free breakfast for me and a guest, I'd spend $10, $15 for a breakfast. And when I'm taking these five-night stays, that's tremendous savings right there and really convenient, too, rather than having to leave the hotel, find a place, and you know, you're know you stuck with Aubon Payne or some bagels at Dunkin' Donuts or something, right? We're getting some high-quality food. Almost every Hilton property I go to, it's the sautéed veggies, potatoes, oatmeal bar, a lot of really nice stuff. And it's to the point now where when I'm flying, I'll intentionally take a layover of two hours rather than something really quick going from one plane to another. So I can sit and visit the Delta Mm. Sky Club or American Express Centurion Lounge. It's really wonderful versus that airport food that could be so expensive. And plus, we're out of the main terminal. It's a quieter area. We get to charge our devices. You get to take a shower in some of these places. Now, I don't know if you're into that. I've done it once. And it's actually, I actually like it (laughs) because I had a long flight. I had a layover in between. And so I was able to use the showers. They don't all have showers. Not all lounges have showers, but I was able to use a shower and, you know, it was it was a good deal. But yeah, there's just so many different little, I won't even call them hidden benefits, but just benefits that are there uh, for you. So it's cool. And you even get the priority boarding and the free check bags with your yes. United card and 
your United flights, of course. And that's that's really cool. You just get to skip the lines and go in. And I love skipping lines. Say like, oh, here's this other thing, especially in Vegas when I go to the casinos with the diamond status. I don't have to wait the 30 minutes in the buffet line or I can skip the lines checking into my hotel. It's a time time is money, free valet at multiple yeah. casinos rather than walking through the parking garages. And especially at Borgata, it's quite a long walk because you just have to walk through the mall area. So a lot of really cool things that add up. I try to keep track of the gains that I have through credit cards. And I'm not always putting stuff in the spreadsheet like that free meal. But if I were to do that, it, the numbers go way, way up. So significant quality of life enhancement. Yeah. And then little things too. Water. I mean, you go to a lounge, you get free water, you get free drinks and yep. sodas and all that stuff. Whereas if you're in the regular terminal, you have to pay for that stuff. And we know how these prices just jump mm. double, triple the, the you know what they're what they're worth or what what you normally pay for them just by stepping into the airport. That ability to to get some of these things, that's saving you money because I had the same routine when I first started out uh, traveling. And this is before points and, and credit cards and stuff like that. I would go and I would always want to have something to eat on the plane. And so usually what I do is I'd, I'd go to the little gift shops because I didn't want to go sit at a restaurant. So I'd go to the gift shops. I'd get one of these sandwiches that they have in there that are probably three, four days old. <laughs> and then get a bag of chips and a water. And it, it would cost like 16 bucks. You go to a lounge now and you can eat. You can eat there. I mean, you're not supposed to take food away. But uh. I mean, <laughs> Some people, you know, they some people like me will take snacks and stuff like that just for the for the plane ride. But you have that opportunity to get water and get soda and stuff like that and take it take it with you if you if you want to do that or use that restaurant credit and get the food to go, which that's what I did my last trip. Went to a PF Chang's when they were still priority still pass, open for yeah. business for Priority Pass. <laughs> got my food to go and took it on the plane, so I had a, a full meal uh, that you know waiting for me when I when I was ready to eat it. So and that's and that's free. That's you know you're not paying anything extra for that. So yeah, and a, a lot better than what a lot of credit cards I went to or a lot of credit cards are giving. I went to Costco recently to activate a membership as I had a really good Groupon deal. From there, the woman at the desk was, well, you could sign up for our Costco credit card and we'll give you a $60 store credit. And I really wasn't going to get into much of a discussion with her, but I said, oh, no, thanks. I'm going to be signing up for other credit cards soon, so I don't want to sign up for this one. Oh, but it's free. It's free. And you get unlimited cash back on this card. Like, mm -hmm. no, it's only a $60 sign up bonus. It's just really bad compared to so many of the other cards that we can get. And even yeah. people in the game for years are still getting new cards with really lucrative bonuses. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Very good. All right. And one thing that you do is you host a live stream on your YouTube channel. I think it's a unique thing in this YouTube space is some creators are hosting live streams, but maybe it's only once a month, but you're doing them on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, I we, we do live streams every weekend. Saturday right now is, is, is our schedule, Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am considering changing it to Sunday. Just kind of looking at some some of the numbers. Sundays usually I get a better better audience, more people on Sunday. But right now it's every Saturday, uh, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you subscribe to my channel, hit the little bell notification, you'll know anytime that I that I'm uh, doing a live stream. And I always promote it out. So we have a, a WhatsApp group, uh, Travel Explorer Click group, WhatsApp group. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can join that if you go to any of my 
any of my videos, there's a link in, in every video in the description. Uh, so you just click on the link for the WhatsApp group. You can go over there. And we do a lot of talking in there about uh, about travel credit cards and a variety of different things. But it gives you an opportunity to talk with us one-on-one. Um, it, it's, it's basically a, a big group text. And so... Uh, you can talk to people individually, talk to people in the group, ask questions, and and then you'll also know when we're putting out videos. Uh, so, and I say we because it's not just me that that you know has a YouTube channel. We have some other people in the group that have YouTube channels as well as you. You know, you have your podcast and your YouTube channel. So, anytime that we have new information or new uh, videos to put out there, we always put it in the in the WhatsApp group. Right. And it's really valuable with all of these online communities. You're not in the dark. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'll never be able to figure out this credit card thing because mm-hmm. there are so many people with helpful advice. You can just go in, ask a question, get a good answer, a lot of knowledgeable folk and really good websites like Doctor of Credit is one that I visit on a regular basis. Um, uh, he's 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 doing doing the Lord's work there. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm starting to look at that site more and more, and and I really do like it. Uh, I before I was more into the, and I, I thought I told you guys guys how I got started with um, uh, the points guy and and uh, boarding area, which I still I still look at those those sites. But Doctor of Credit, they have some really good information on there. I think they're a little more aggressive in pulling up. Um, they're a little more aggressive when it comes to some of the rumors and stuff like that. They will they'll get that information out before. And I don't, I'm not a big fan of rumors, but I like to know kind of what's out there. So even if it's a rumor, I still want to know, and then I can decide for myself if yeah, you know what, this does sound like it's it's a it's a, a reliable source. You know what I mean? Because they will always give you the sources and and, and, right, and right. things like that, so you kind of know where it's coming from. Uh, but uh, yeah. I more stuff out there on a regular basis uh, doctor of credit does and then i see like on i think the points guys a little more mainstream now so there's a lot of there are a lot of articles that that you don't see uh on the points guy that you will see on doctor of credit so yeah and the synergy with credit cards deals bank account bonuses so much else so many ways for people to save money and, and make money, especially for people out there who are working in jobs that they don't like, they're making little money and they're wondering, hey, how can I save? How can I make more money? Like there's so much out there that you can do if you're knowledgeable in this space that's accessible by most people, just a level of discipline, a level of organization. I think there's always something that someone can do. I'm not saying go out there and sign up for the American Express Business Platinum as your first card, but there are so many things, uh, whether it's going mm-hmm. into Wells Fargo and opening that bank account and getting that $200, $300 bonus, opening that new credit card, getting that nice sign-up bonus. And even if you travel maybe just once or twice a year, certainly will save you money on that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good. All right. Any closing thoughts? Anything else you'd like to share with listeners? Just make sure you go to my channel, uh, Travel Explore Click, and uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit the little bell notification. And uh, we also have a Travel Explore Click group with uh, Facebook. Oh, my God. Why am I messing this last part up? <laughs> <laughs> Try again. That's all right. It's all right. Oh, man. Travel Explore Click. And uh, hit that little bell notification so you can be notified of any uh, future videos. I put out videos generally every other day, and we do live streams on the weekend. So every every Saturday at 7 p.m. 
uh, Pacific Standard Time, we'll uh, we'll do a live stream. And you can also uh, find me at um, on the WhatsApp group, at Travel Explore Click Group. Just click the link in any of my videos. There'll be a description uh, to join that. Also, we have a Facebook group. Uh, I'm not as active in the Facebook group as I am in the WhatsApp group. Uh, but we do have a, a Facebook group, so you can go over there. There's also a link in, in the description. So that's all I have, man. Uh, Justin, thank you very much for having me on. I really appreciate uh, being here and, and talking about points. And I can talk about this stuff forever. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's one of those deals where never-ending stories of, of, <laughs> of success using points, yes, right? Yes. So, yeah, it's just an amazing thing. And one more thing. You also launched your Creator Visuals channel, your newer YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I do have a channel. So I had the, the Travel Explore Click uh, channel and I do some some interesting things with live streams as far as the, the visual aspects. The you know, the my live streams I've been getting a lot of compliments for and then video production I've been getting uh, compliments for. So I would get a lot of people asking me questions about how are you doing this and what are you using for this, what are you using for that? And because it was a, it wasn't on the topic of travel credit cards, I didn't want to spend too much time talking about it on that channel uh, so we'd be in live streams and people ask well, what kind of camera are you using and this and this and that <laughs> and of course i wanted to discuss that kind of stuff because that is you know that's really what got me to the the travel credit cards you know space like so i wanted to share that information but i found that especially if i put out a video that uh, dealt with photography and, and and stuff like that a lot of people didn't tune in and so I said, you know what, I want to make a separate channel. That way I can explain all this stuff to the the viewers who are interested in this type of uh, material. And so, yeah, I launched, that, I launched that channel last month and I'm putting out videos. So I'll be putting out videos. So if you're interested in, in starting a YouTube channel, uh, doing live streams, all that stuff, we talk about there. So we're going to talk about lighting, audio, uh, the visual stuff, what cameras to get, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about its creator visuals. Just go on YouTube, type in creator visuals, and, and it'll, it'll take you over there. And uh, right now I have about four videos, but I'm going to ramp it up, and we're going to start doing more and more videos. I'll do live streams on there as well. So if you have questions and you want to ask me uh, directly, you can do that. Uh, and we're going to even do – I'm going to start doing some live unboxings. Uh, so we'll have like a live stream of me unboxing something that way if you can ask me questions while I'm unboxing it hey well, what does this look like or how does this feel and that kind of stuff so we're really gonna really get that channel going yeah thank you for reminding me I always forget it forget to talk about that but yeah I do have another channel and, and that's what it's all about all right very good may the success of credit cards continue <laughs> yeah absolutely thanks for listening and stay tuned for more content visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com where you can read episode transcripts Complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, and follow on Instagram, searching for me, Justin Vakula, and Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. Visit my other podcast at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day. Mm-hmm.